America is having a big fight right now over historic statues. Do you tear them down? Do you leave them up? Well, someone in Georgia came up with a third option. A prank in Georgia is not going over well with police. Someone put googly eyes on a statue of Nathaniel Green in Savannah. Green is a general from the American Revolutionary War. Savannah police posted a photo on Facebook Thursday saying, quote, harming historic monuments is no laughing matter. In fact, it's a crime. <laughs> oh, well played. Well played. You know what's so funny is that's how he would look if he were alive today. He'd be like, is that a black lawyer? <laughs> and this is one of those stories that news coverage doesn't help. Like, if you want to find a murderer, yeah, get his mugshot on the news. But if you want to stop people from putting googly eyes on statues, don't show them how funny it is. Yeah. You gotta love a bureaucrat saying this is no laughing matter. Oh yeah, it's which, clearly exactly a laughing matter. Yeah, which of course made the whole uh, comment section of the newspaper explode with people and uh, and and puns and whatnot. I mean, yeah, because saying this is no laughing matter when you look at the picture and you can't look at it without laughing <laughs> is a. Uh, I have bought googly eyes in bulk from Amazon today. I'm going to be doing this to many statues that I see. You know what? They're really cheap. We actually have bags of googly eyes around our house because our kids love them. <laughs> Those are some big googly eyes, though. They That's yeah, the expensive yeah. kind. Those got to be like a buck forty nine a pop. They have <laughs> so much fun nonstop with the googly eyes. Per pop eye. They're very cheap. That's hilarious. Yeah, and, and it's not people, a laughing matter. As several people pointed out, <laughs> you want more googly eyes, you do what you just did. You want more googly eyes on every on everything in the town, you say this is serious and not a laughing matter. You ignore it and take them off, nobody even knows it happens and it's it's fine. I tell you what, you show that to me on my deathbed. I'm laughing out loud. I don't care what I've got, I don't care what my regrets are. I am LOLing. That's freaking funny. Michael, can you make it so I can play some audio? We have a bunch of things to get to, none of which will take terribly long, all of which I think are are fairly interesting. Who Democrats think is the most likely nominee for president for 2020? They're wrong. I won't. Whoever it is, they're wrong. Nobody ever knows this. They are wrong, but the list is interesting. All right, uh, Michael, can I play audio yet? I want you to listen to this uh, guitar solo from one of my favorite songs, and there's a point to this. It's a Steely Dan tune. Crank it up. Dig the guitar. I hate to talk over it. Go ahead, keep it up, Mike. That's the fabulous Skunk Baxter of Steely Dan and Doobie Brothers fame. His name is Skunk? Jeff. His nickname's Skunk. Mm. Because Um, he's stinky? That's not the friggin' point. Okay. Be caller seven. If you can name that riff, you get tickets to our car wash of Palooza this weekend. So anyway, that's uh, Jeff Skunk Baxter uh, riffing. He's he's been on many many great hit records. He's an unbelievable guitar player. And you're playing he's that because al- it's Rocktober. That's right. That's exactly right. Now let's move on. No, he's also an internationally recognized expert in uh, uh, anti ballistic missile missile systems. What? Really? Yeah, he's one of those guys who's crazy smart. He's devoted his mostly post-rock and roll. I don't know if he still plays some, but he's devoted his post-touring life to studying this stuff. Um, no, I guess he's still uh, doing sessions. Um, but he's an avid reader. He loves technical issues, and he's become an expert on the thing, So, which is super cool. I like it when people are a little uh, Renaissance manny or womany. I try not to define people by what they do for a living, you know? It's a way to label them. I don't like it. I believe you should be empowered. 
I was reading an article that was talking about Americans traveling. When people ask them, so what do you do? Americans routinely just give them their career. And they're, no, 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 no. Like, who are you as a person is what I was asking. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's not cool to ask people in Europe, what do you do? For a living, right. What's your job? I think that's... It's rude. Uh, yeah, I've taken it the opposite way of a lot of people. That not that great that they... I think it's why we're the dominant economy on the planet. Maybe. We try to but come up with a way miserable. to freaking feed ourselves. But we're all unhappy. We weren't before the internet. Unplug the internet. Exactly. Fight the power. Unplug the power. Police are investigating a disturbing incident in Davis, California, after a student allegedly made cookies with a disturbing extra ingredient. Oh, no. Anybody who has not seen this this story, I'll give you five bucks if you can guess what the extra ingredient is. Obviously, I would guess marijuana. Marijuana, great guess. Positive, Sean? I, I'm out. I know the story. Okay. I'm going to say laxatives. Laxatives are a classic, Michael. Mm, a good right. guess. Executive producer Hanson, would you like to take a guess? What troubling extra ingredient in these cookies? Five dollars. <laughs> five dollars. You're not even going to guess. God, he, I'll bet you're fun at a party. He's abstaining. Hanson is much like Teller in Penn and Teller. <laughs> a student at Da Vinci Charter Academy in Davis, California brought sugar cookies to school that allegedly contained the ashes of one of the student's grandparents. Oh, one of the other student's grandparents? No, one of that student. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. The, How the, do you have my grandparents? I ashes? think they were trying to avoid putting a him or her on it. Mm, okay. Uh, the treats were distributed to nearly a dozen unknowing students. So far, the only evidence comes from student testimony, as no scientific tests have been run on the cookies. Was a grandma's last wish to be eaten by children? <laughs> Davis. If it was, now, does I that wanna, make it okay? I want to clarify this. After I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Davis says they've never come across a case like this. Uh, can I translate this, please? Is this the... Uh, oh, it's some news service. So you have no testing and no information other than that's what the little kids are saying? Wow. So there's a rumor in the third grade that the cookies Johnny brought has his granny's ashes in there, and that's going out to the media? It seems a little skinny-ish. Yeah, I have a third grader. It's amazing he, the things he tells me, you know, so-and-so said this. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm pretty certain that never happened. I'm pretty certain he's never done that. <laughs> I would... Uh, no, 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 no. He didn't He didn't ski off a 5,000-foot cliff. I'm just certain he didn't do that. Some people grow out of that, Jack. Uh, some others go on the Internet and believe everything hmm. and frequently forward it to us. I would like to talk at greater length about Elizabeth Warren's uh, whole fake Indian thing and the DNA test and uh, how hilariously pathetic the whole thing is, but we went over that rather heavily. She finishes in the second hour of the show. I she finishes fourth in preferred Democratic 2020 candidates, according to a new poll from CNN. Behind Geronimo Sitting Bull and Chief Joseph. Wow. That's not cool. Sacagawea. Count you up from one, two, three, four, five, six. Your top six. Is this a prediction or preference? Preference. Okay. Preferred Democratic 2020 candidates. Hillary, I'm with her still. Uh, John Kerry at 5% is 6th. <laughs> that got a scoff. That, that's people who are just tired from paying attention to the president, so they want someone who puts them to sleep. God, and, and he'd be, he's also super ancient, right, at this point? Oh, yeah, he's pretty old. Well, he's had the Botox going on like eight years. Cory Booker at 5%. That's not a surprise. I, I would expect him to be higher. Elizabeth Warren at 8%. I expect her to be higher. 
Kamala Harris at 9%. I think she is your candidate. I've got a really good Kamala Harris story I've been waiting to squeeze in. Actually, the most likely candidate is a name I've never heard of, but second, I would put Kamala Harris. Bernie Sanders at 2 at 13%. I'll bet you $27. And your number one preferred candidate only getting 33%. So uh, it's a low number, but still far and away, number one, Joe Biden. That Old will Joe, never happen. Who's on the campaign trail right now and gave a uh, pretty good impassioned speech over the weekend. We have chatted with folks that we not only respect, but like a great deal um, about the upcoming elections. And they have mentioned Joe Biden's name. And I feel like they have wasted my time. Joe Biden will not run for president. It's unfortunate for him his age. Because yeah. the, the time is perfect for him. His whole thing is like working class Democrats and then peeling off working class Republicans. Now. Yeah. But back when he used to run, there were lots of people doing that. <laughs> right. And, and he would uh, never get more than, what, 2 3% yeah, at the yeah. tops? Yeah. Which always surprised me a little bit. I like Joe Biden. I think he's a, he's a likable old bastard, but um, charming. Hilariously ungardened. Unguarded. He's a gaff machine. As a number of people have said, Republican and Democrat, everybody likes Joe Biden. Yep, yep. Which is interesting. So once again, but so he's the most likely choice, or he's the most preferred choice for Democrats for twenty twenty. Yeah. So, like I said, most likely it's somebody you haven't even heard of, governor of a state you don't even know their name, man or woman. Right. Headline, hypocrisy, thy name is San Francisco. As that great progressive city fights against an effort to save the rivers of California, did Kamala Harris cover up for child-abusing Catholic uh, hierarchies? Oh, really? And a bunch more. Huh, that's an interesting thing to tag with. There's so much to get to. There's a GoFundMe page for Pete Davidson in case he ends up homeless getting kicked out of Ariana Grande's expensive apartment. (laughs) He can stay at my place. (laughs) You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Over the weekend, a sheriff's deputy in California lured an enormous runaway pig back to its pen by making a trail of Doritos in the streets. <laughs> Look at that. I guess you could say that deputy knows how to bring home the bacon. Thank you. Wow, that's... He, he does that for a living. Nine in ten consumers would be motivated to maintain a specific weight level if offered a life insurance discount or incentive, I don't believe that. Mm. Yeah, I believe yeah. you're. I believe we're, you're lying to yourself. What's that first that. sentence or the first bit? Nine out of ten. You know, I did it again, didn't I? Hmm. You told me the last week how I should do this, and you were right. I need to start giving what I'm talking about them the number. Ah, otherwise you ignore the uh, yeah, because it's just a yeah. I don't know if I care yet about well, your statistics. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
Or is that higher than I think or lower than I think? Yeah, it's dumb to present it the way I present it. And, and then you doing... say, would willingly ride a pig nude through the town square. And you think, wow, and you comprehend that. Then you realize I have no memory of what right. number you said. Yeah. How many people would be motivated to maintain a specific weight level if offered a life insurance discount or incentive? And it says 9 and 10. Here's my quibbler, because I'm a quibbler. You're lying Here's to yourself. Quibble, I should say. Uh, uh, you no, that's, that's the number of people who say it. Yeah, or right. intend to. Or intend to. Say yeah. it. And they, and, I intend and, to do a lot of ass. And they, and they honestly <laughs> believe it, just like I honestly believe a lot of days. Here's the day I eat healthy all day long. And then if somebody's got brownies right. out there, well, that's the way it went out the window fast. That's weight management. Jack, a little financial management for you. I've taken a look at uh, what it, what uh, Ariana Grande's $64 million apartment would cost, and I'm assuming you put down roughly 20%. Uh, your monthly payment would be $258,000. Well, it's two fifty eight four oh nine. I left out, you know, $409 from I'm just rounding, but it's a hell of a monthly payment. Of course, you probably bought it for cash. Is it on uh, Central Park, probably overlooking the park or something? I don't know. Better be on a gold mine. The uh, yeah, yeah the, these these places in Manhattan are unbelievable. Like Lady Gaga sold one recently; it was an insane amount of money. Yeah, and they had all the pictures, and just wow, be some lifestyle. So, uh, alert, sharp-eyed listener Keith sent us the California ballot measures written as haikus. Uh, Michael, may I have the? Oh, he's <laughs> left. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I, he asked specifically if we'd need anything, and it hadn't occurred to me I'd need this. Can you find it, Hanson? The gentle, the beautiful uh, traditional music for the wonderful Japanese art of the haiku. It's the seven syllables, the five, then the seven. Sean, to me, it's the restraint that really sets it free. That makes sense to me. And makes it dumb. <laughs> it's the limits that make it Pointless. limitless. Gotcha. Limitless. <laughs> Creativity cannot exist without boundaries. Okay. All right. Proposition one. Four billion in bonds. Funds affordable housing for renters and vets. Prop, se- prop eight. Sets a profit cap for kidney dialysis at 15%. I'll do one more. 15% of what? Prop 10. Overturns a law that prohibits cities from using rent control. It's kind of funny that some... Turn off that idiot music! (laughs) It's kind of funny that somebody would do this. But as I read through these, you know what struck me? This is a perfect encapsulation, an illustration of how well voters understand the props. Prop 1, $4 billion in bonds, funds affordable housing for renters and vets? I'm in favor of that. Vets deserve housing. I'll vote for that. And bingo, it passes. Prop 8 sets a profit cap for kidney dialysis. They can't be gouging dialysis patients. I'm in favor of that. Boom, it passes. Profit is a bad word. Right. And who doesn't like a cap? It's a hat. Sure. Right, exactly. Prop 12. I didn't know this was there. Farms who wish to sell pigs, calves, chickens, and eggs here must give them more space. Let me craft another one. Top of my head. To save pollution and help with transportation. It's tough to count syllables as you write. The bullet train is a must. And that idiot 
idiot fraud passed because most people have about a haiku's worth of understanding of what they're voting for. Uh, the proposition to end propositions. I would donate to that campaign. I would stand out uh, stand outside the Target store and get people's signatures. Too much democracy. Has there been a movement toward that? A serious movement? Mm, a movement. I don't know how serious it is, mm. but yeah, I would love to see that. You can dupe people into voting for anything if you make it sound flowery and, and pleasant enough. Well, it's just it's direct democracy, which just is always a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Direct democracy and legislation. Wow. I finally understand why Kanye West is obsessed with the 13th Amendment. Let me read section one to you. And the 13th Amendment ended slavery? Yes. So he clearly wants slaves. That's my conclusion. Here's section one. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States. He believes that the mass incarceration of black men in particular and the fact that prison labor exists is a continuation of the 13th or I'm sorry, is permitted by the 13th Amendment. And he thinks it's a new form of slavery. I happen to disagree with them, but that's why he's always bringing up the 13th Amendment. Finally, I get it. Okay. I also read most of a mind bogglingly long article at Vox.com. They're liberals, Jack. But they had a, uh, they, they detailed the story of a gal gets a note in her purse, buys a purse at Walmart, Chinese made purse, and inside the note in Mandarin, inside the purse rather, is a note written in Mandarin. She gets translated, it is help us. Our prison is being exploited for labor, making these purses. We are not fed properly. We are abused, et cetera, et cetera. This thing happens every few months. And they, they get a lot of attention, they, they go viral, or they get posted, likes on social media, then nobody follows up. Well, these people from Vox went to the trouble of doing a tremendous amount of research, going over to China, finding the hidden prison that allegedly was engaging in this. But the interesting part was that prison labor is a huge part of the Chinese economy. They have people in prison for all sorts of crazy reasons, and there are op- there are brokers who openly say, I can get your purse manufactured for you at, at prison ABC, and it'll save you lots and lots of money. They do good work. We beat them if the purses aren't properly made, or, or we feed them better so they're happy, and, and it's a huge part of the economy. Slave labor, essentially, and not like... And it's different than you got somebody in for something really serious and to keep them busy and earn them a few bucks at the commissary, they make license plates. This is like the factory is the prison. It's really interesting. We'll post it for you if you want to read it, but it'll take you six and a half days. It's incredibly long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The ages of the founding fathers at the time of the founding of this country. I was going to hit that and I forgot to, so I will. Um. Kind of fits in with the who do you think ought to be the candidate for president in 2020, and everybody chooses 80-year-olds now. Yeah. That's not what we used to do. We used to think that somebody in their 40s, for instance, was perfectly ready to be president, let alone 30s and 20s. Let's get to find out when it's coming up in Marshall's News. Well, power is still out around California. Thousands of people sitting in the dark after the utilities intentionally shut off electricity in the face of high winds. And Senator Lindsey Graham wants to sanction the hell out of the Saudis now. Yeah, that's an interesting story. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
couple of days for the market last week. How are we doing this week? Let's get our one-word market report from Sean. The markets are rejuvenated. No! Mm. Glad to hear that. Bye! Out with this today, the uh, U.S. budget deficit hits the highest level in six years. The federal budget deficit, that's the highest number since 2012, almost $800 billion. Um, They expect it to be a trillion dollars next year. Why, there's a Republican as president, and in the Senate, and in the House. Now, everybody in the mainstream media says it's because of Trump's tax cuts. Now, that is, uh, like spin often is, it's not untrue, it's just a partial truth. Mm -hmm. Um, The change year to year is the tax cuts, but the reason the deficit's so high is it has a lot to do with how much you spend, you see. You can't leave that out of the equation. If you're talking about how much money I've got, a lot of it has to do with how much I spend. And uh, you can't just look at my income. Um, nobody ever mentions billion? how Nobody's looking. At, there's conversations all day long in cable news about the tax cuts. Right. Get rid of them, this, that. How many people are going to talk about cutting spending? Nobody. It won't come up. Right. Nobody even considers that an option. Right. Drives me crazy. Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, you got thousands still sitting in the dark. Well, not now because the sun is up. It's still without power. California utilities very slowly bringing the power back to thousands of their customers after switching it off on Sunday night. This is like when the government closes down the libraries to try to make right. the point that they need more taxes. They pick something that's really going to piss you off right. and get a lot of attention. Shut down parks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. on a holiday weekend. PG&E is shutting off power to people and slowly getting it back on so that you'll complain. And then then when you hear, oh, there's legislation saying we should make it illegal to blame the energy company, I'm in. Well, they're worried about the high winds causing power lines to arc and possibly set off wildfires. Pacific Gas and Electric, San Diego Gas and Electric making the move. And now we're hearing 20,000 PG&E customers still don't have electricity supposedly because the utility says it's got to visually inspect all the lines before full restoration. There is something very funky going oh, on. Yeah. We need to Absolutely. get to the bottom of this. If you're an expert in this, email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll get in touch. We will lead the charge against this oppression, if indeed it's oppression. U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham saying he believes the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman had a U.S.-based journalist murdered in the Saudi consulate in Turkey and Graham says he could never do business with the Saudis while he is in charge. Graham saying, I know what I'm going to do. We're going to sanction the hell out of Saudi Arabia. You know, we deal with bad people all the time, but this is in our face. I feel personally offended. They have nothing but contempt for us. Why would you put a guy like me and the president in this box right. after all the president has done? This guy's got to go. Saudi Arabia, if you're listening, there are a lot of good people you can choose, but MBS is tainted your country and tainted himself. Like it who? Be, it who to replace him? That's up to them. It's yeah. not my job. Wow, that's that's big. That's wild. I think they got extra behind-the-scenes information that this guy's off the rails. Yeah, Can't count on him when the chips are down. Clearly. Yeah, what a stupid idea. I know we'll just have this guy come in, we'll snuff him, we'll chop him up, and, and take him home, and nobody will notice. You know, the guy is not the brave, liberal, reformer journalist that journalists are trying to pitch him as he was a saudi insider he's powerful he he was a lackey of the the saud family for a long time friend of osama bin laden etc etc um on the other hand he, he was a columnist an occasional columnist for the washington post and he was a permanent resident of the u.s so that was pretty in your face and dumb 
Pharmaceutical companies may soon have to reveal drug prices in their TV ads. The nation's top health official proposing pharmaceutical companies be required to include the list price of medicine in those commercials to consumers, the boldest in a series of efforts by the Trump administration to curb rampant drug spending. I don't get drug ads anyway. There's one up on the TV right now. Um, do, do any of us go to the doctor and say, hey, how about uh, Uzumits I saw on TV? Why don't you give me that? I usually take the drug the doctor tells me I should take. Uh, I always find this of, of interest when this topic comes up that there are currently two countries in the world that allow direct-to-consumer pharmaceutical advertising that is the united states and new zealand every other country doesn't allow it but they're not advertising because it doesn't do them any good are they marketing toward us the patient or is that at the doctors and and doctors because i personally have never asked about a drug with the doctor neither has my wife or or for any of my kids these commercials work according to a number of studies and actually some doctors i've talked to is he they will start getting a lot of requests for a specific medicine check you never wake up tired feeling down need something ask your doctor about Right, flim flim. But especially the, the the pharmaceuticals that are marketed towards seniors. Maybe that's it. Maybe the old people do it all the time. Seniors will come in and say, "Hey, I just saw this." Well, the, the psoriasis psoriasis people are advertising like crazy. If I have painful and embarrassing psoriasis, don't be embarrassed. It's not your fault. Um, and my treatment, ashamed, very ashamed. <laughs> my treatment's not working so well. I will ask about Blofiqua. And see if it, uh, you know, is there any chance this would work for me? And usually the answer from the doctor is, it might. I don't know. Sometimes it does. <laughs> if I just thought it would have worked better, I would have told you. See, Wouldn't the doctor say that? I don't know. I don't know. Doctors, what do you think? Text us, 415-295-KFTC, or uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Packers down the 49ers 33-30 to last night at home. Getting the win on a 27-yard field goal as time was running out. Kick is up. It is good. good. It is good. Mason Mason Crosby Crosby delivers the dagger. One week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight. Yeah, we got notion. What do you say to that? I went to a 49ers (laughs) Packers game on Monday Night Football many years ago at Lambeau Field. And that it was like going to a high school football game. It was so cool. It was an NFL game, but it was like going to a high right. school football game because the town is so small. Yeah. And you just park in like a re- on regular streets, and you all walk over there and walk into the stadium, and then afterwards you kind of file out, and it's just it's just I don't know. It just it just felt like being well because it is a little town, mm-hmm. like going to your high school, and the cheerleaders looked like regular women and regular girls in regular costumes. It was, it's such a cool feel. Wow, that's but At great. the same time, it was Steve Young and Jerry Rice and all the biggest players. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the Dodgers, they got shut out by the Brewers last night in L.A. Four zip in Game 3 of the NLCS, now leading the series 2-1. to one. Game 4 is going to be played tonight at Dodgers Stadium. Word is, Dodgers are struggling. Mm. The one-word analysis of the Dodgers, <laughs> the Dodgers play. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Well, they have spent a gazillion dollars to try to craft a world championship, and it hasn't come out yet. A couple of good things for you coming up. Uh, I don't know if I want to tease them. Turns out my Neanderthal genes make it less likely that I have back hair. Really? Yeah, often my people are portrayed as hairy. It's right. inaccurate. You're actually less hairy. Yeah, we Neanderthals. 
funny text we got on the story we did earlier. I said to make cookies that tasted like grandma's cookies, not taste like grandma. <laughs> Hey-o! That's pretty funny. Huh? Nah. No? All right. Nah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So last year, the likelihood that a call you got coming in on your cell phone was a scam call was 1 in 30. This year, it's 1 in (laughs) 3. Next year, it's going to be half. Wow. Went from one in 30 last year to half next year of your scam, of your phone calls on your cell phone or scam calls. And at the point that it's half, I'm already there. Maybe you are too, where you just don't answer your phone. Oh, no, I don't. I don't. Unless it's a recognized caller, which eh. they'll be scamming you on soon. I'll get a call apparently from my mom asking me whether I want a new mortgage soon. I'm sure. Maybe that's already happening. I don't know. Yeah. Sucks if you're waiting for, you know, if you're waiting for a call back from some place you don't exactly know the number. Yeah. And right. Uh, Doctor, yeah. mechanic. Yeah. Yep, yep. What yep. have you? I got some Chinese lady calling me all the time. What she want? I th- I don't speak Chinese. And she's just hot for you. Could be. She saw you somewhere. Could be. She thought, "Man, ooh, I don't speak his language, but I speak the language of love." Break me off a piece of that. That's uh, what she's saying. Right. I'm going to call him repeatedly on his cell phone and leave a rapid-fire message in Chinese. That's what I'll do. That reminds me. Laura gets a phone call from somebody. She thinks she knows who it is, and I keep saying, you got to say something to him, yeah. to her. But she gets a phone call regularly from, hey, just catching up. Yeah, so my week has been weird and, you know, really long rambling messages right, yeah. with a lot of personal detail. Yeah. And anyway, hope to you know, hope to see you soon. Hope things are going good with you. And it's a couple of week like that. Oh yeah, you got to call them back. But, I'm not who you think I am. But whoever they think they're calling, wouldn't you think that would come up at some point? You're you're leaving these long, <laughs> detailed, personal messages. Yeah, you'd think at some point you didn't tell me that. Sure, I did. I left you a message. Yeah, maybe it's been going on for like a year. Although I'm guessing somebody this who leaves a little, like long rambling messages. This person's and, a little weird. She doesn't really just want to even not deal with her at all. Yeah, she, and she's not yeah, certain. Yeah, but yeah, you would think at some point. Yeah, I called you. I told you about my my mom died. My uh, my boyfriend dumped me. I've got the clap. All these things. I asked I told if I you, could borrow your car. You never called me. You don't even text me back. The clap. Uh, maybe I'll get to this tomorrow. Please clap. <laughs> Dishonest sales tactics and that sort of thing among people who work at call centers. Did you know, among other things, you find out, and this is people that work at call centers hitting you with this information. When you have, have you ever had this happen? You're trying to cancel your cable, your your satellite, your whatever you're trying to cancel. Sure. You call up and they fight you tooth and nail on this. Yeah. And I've often thought, look, what do you care? Just click the box that says I don't want this anymore. They get penalized. They get paid docked. If you cancel on their watch, mm. if they can't talk you into staying. Right. I get it. Wow. Because yeah. I've had that before where they just will not let me go. I don't want this anymore right. from you. 
If you take my money anymore, you're stealing it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what if we send you a free magazine subscription? No. Well, wait a minute. Hmm. No, I, I don't want this. Right. Um, maybe I've used up all my time for something I wanted to do here. So, uh, why are our politicians so old? We've made a lot of talk about this recently with, uh, Feinstein and, and Grassley and Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren. Everybody's freaking 80 years old and Bernie Sanders and that sort of thing. Um, somebody put out this list of the founding fathers. Now, this was in 1776. This was at wartime, but there was all a lot of government stuff going on, especially along, among the colonies, crafting, uh, various pieces of legislation and that sort of stuff, and these are the power players that then helped craft the Declaration of Independence and the and the Constitution and all that. At the time, well, Jefferson was thirty three when he wrote the Declaration of Independence. We don't mm. consider anybody thirty three. You're a good fifty years short of being good for for helping us in government at thirty three. John Adams was only forty. George Washington was forty four. He was only he was only fifty something when he got elected president, which by our current standards would be really young. Mm-hmm. To be in the mix. The other people, crazy young in 1776. Madison was 25. Alexander Hamilton was 21 and singing his ass off. Oh, sure. sure Aaron Burr was only 20. James Monroe was 18. Aaron Burr was 20? So that means, when was Madison writing the Constitution? Half dozen years later, he was like a 30-year-old. Writing the Constitution of the United States. We, we, how did we get so far off track of thinking that nobody under the age of 60 can possibly have anything to, to add? Is it possible we're counting age the wrong way? We shouldn't count it from, like, a 35-year-old isn't 35 years away from, from when they were born. How much more life do they have, right? I think in that metric, we are probably about the same. They're all going to be dead at 45? So yeah. during the plague, you got eight-year-olds in the legislature? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, I and did. so our modern guy, they, they probably, you know, when, they, when Grassley gets out, he's probably got another seven or eight. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it probably has to do with life expectancy and how long you've been adulting. Hmm. You know, if if you learn Latin, Greek, and 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 French at age seven, you know, and then are making a living at fourteen and, and married with children at eighteen, and land own land and slaves, um, uh, and a home, and you're married, everybody owns slaves, and you've been in the state legislature since you're eighteen. As right. a twenty five year old, you'd have quite a bit of experience. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not saying that's my favorite one, but it might be. If, on the other hand, at 25, you've sat in your parents' basement playing video games, maybe you're not ready to craft the Constitution. (laughs) Here's your host, Joe Getty. Check yourself. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the show. Michelangelo, lead us off. I guess PG&E's going to start shutting off the power during high humidity and fog as well. So (laughs) So get ready for that, everybody. Yeah, great. Uh, Marsha Phillips, final thought. I got to tell you, a billion dollars up for grabs over the next couple of days. I waited till today to buy my winning Mega Millions tickets at a different, well-lit lottery location. And once again, I've ranked all my co-workers on how they have treated me today for gifting purposes. (laughs) How does the well-lit place factor in and buying a winning ticket. Well, it keeps the riffraff out. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you can tell, it just has a winner feel. Yes. <laughs> Positive Sean, final thought? Yes, the NBA returns. It is by far my favorite sport. I'll be watching opening night, the Warriors taking on somebody that they're going to beat. Yeah, no kidding. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? Yeah, I was thinking about this. The number of times I've battled people when I'm trying to cancel a, a, a subscription or something, I've wanted to fight them. Can we meet somewhere and fight for this? Please just cancel my damn TV! We're not going to do it. How about if we get... Listen to me, would you? Right. I'm going to come where you are and kill you. I'm not anymore. 
So my final thought is a number of fascinating aspects of having as much Neanderthal DNA as I do. We have a tendency towards straight hair. Yes, mine is straight as a pin. Less back hair. I actually once had somebody ask me, boy, you don't really have back hair. How do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> somebody said that to you? We, we tend to be a little shorter, but I don't have that one because I tower over most men. And uh, finally, we Neanderthals are less likely to sneeze after eating dark chocolate. Honest to God. I suspected that. (laughs) Also, there's a lot of Neanderthal DNA going around because when you homo sapiens couldn't please your women back in the day, they'd come to us. Gotcha. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people think so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye bye. Elise, I'm sorry. I'm very Don't sorry. Don't worry about it. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.